Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Happy Monday, my friend. Happy Monday. Here we are in the second week of the 25th month of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess 10 days in, it may be... Uh, Maybe we've heard Happy New Year enough, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy Monday, right? Yeah, so here we are. We are turning the page in the Gospel of Matthew. We are tackling Matthew chapter 19 in our reading and our talks this week. Excited to get started with it. Yes. And I want to read verses 1 through 12 in the English Standard Version. All right. You ready? Yep. Now, when Jesus had finished these sayings, he went away from Galilee and entered the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. And Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh." What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If such is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. But he said to them, Not everyone can receive this saying, but only those to whom it is given. For there are eunuchs who have been so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let the one who is able to receive it, receive it. So last week in our reading discussions in Matthew 18, we were spending a lot of time where Jesus was talking with his apostles, and apparently there was a dispute among them about who was the greatest. And so with this teaching in Matthew 18, emphasizing humility, emphasizing that greatness is really about, um, you know, being the least of all, another example of how the Lord's kingdom is upside down from the expectations of the world. Mm -hmm. Maybe we've forgotten that there are these Pharisees constantly about, (laughs) and it seems like the Lord can't do any good deeds without these fellows jumping up again and trying to cause some other distraction, trying to cause some way to turn the multitudes against Jesus. Um, here he is going about healing and good work, and and don't they have a question, another stumper for big, the Lord? Big question. In fact, my understanding is this was a big question among the Jews, that there were different schools of thought regarding this, and so they were hoping mm-hmm. to trap Jesus, either to get him on one side or the other so that they could could get about, folks upset about, the about marriage, marriage and, and divorce about question. What, yeah, right. whether, whether you could divorce your spouse, whether a husband could put his wife away for just any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. My understanding, there were different schools of thought among the Jewish teachers, and um, so now they're trying to put him on the spot. What do you mm-hmm. say? What do you yeah. say? And he kind of, well, he's, he doesn't skirt it. He hits it head on, but he, he skirts the controversy and gets down to the main point. I think there's a tremendous wisdom in that in giving a reset instead of saying, well, you know, 
what was that? What was the rabbi's name? Hillel. He makes some great points. He goes back to scripture first and foremost, and let's get back behind the traditions of men or interpretations of men, and let's just see what the Word of God says first and foremost. And and right back at the very beginning of scripture, he says, mm-hmm. "I'm going back mm-hmm. to the very beginning of time," which is important. When we're trying to figure out how this applies, Jesus, Jesus is not saying, "Oh, look, here is something new." Mm-hmm. Jesus is mm-hmm. saying, "We're like you." I liked your word a minute ago. Reset. Yeah, we're resetting. Yes, Moses came in, and because of your stubbornness, mm-hmm. because of your mulishness, because of your hard-headedness, your arrogance. Yes, there was there was this time where something was allowed that was not what God's plan was from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's not like at the beginning there was a law about marriage and then Moses came along with the law and now Jesus has come along with a new law. Jesus is resetting. He says we're we're going back to the very beginning of what we saw with Adam, with Eve, with how God joined them together. This is about marriage at the heart, the way God created marriage, not the way man has modified marriage, but the way God instituted it. Well, and there's a powerful lesson right there that, um, again, not to skirt questions about divorce, which can be myriad. Oh, yeah. But quite practically, where we want to spend time is in encouraging Christians, encouraging all people. Let's understand marriage. Yes. Let's practice marriage in the way that the Lord has ordained and from the beginning and the principles about it in his word. And that is great medicine. And that is a great guard against divorce. I want to, you know, there's two different conversations I'd like to have about this passage that we've read today. And I think one of them will probably just have to reserve for tomorrow. And that's the conversation about marriage specifically okay. and about marriage's permanence. I think, you know, that's where I'm going to yeah. get on this is that Jesus is pointing out, stay married. It's, I, I'm picking up on that. It's, it's permanence. <laughs> In this reading, I'm picking up on that. We often... I often, maybe I shouldn't paint with a broad brush, I often get to this passage and talk about it in the context of all the discussions and all the other passages in the Bible that we have about marriage. A topical approach. topical approach. Sure. I want to go back to how you kicked us off, though, in the discussion, reminding us where we were last week in Matthew chapter 18 at this look at becoming like little children, turning Mm -hmm. and being converted and Mm -hmm. becoming like a child with humility. I understand in Matthew 19, verse 1, it says, now when Jesus had finished these sayings, it's very it's very easy for us to get to that verse and think, oh, Matthew's giving us a marker to say, I'm now moving on to something completely different. However, if I keep reading, I discover that Matthew is not moving on to something completely different. Rather, he's just telling us about the circumstances and the scenarios, but his literary point is continuing on in this context of humility and being like children. And you see that from some other things written in the 19th chapter? Well, if we had just kept reading another paragraph in verse 13, then children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. Hey, that sounds a lot like what we read in Matthew 18 last week. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. This is one of those bookends, isn't it? This is one of those inclusios. We've got this idea of an inclusio. Here, we, we start with something, we end with the same thing. Now, this may be a part of a larger literary device, 
price. I brought this up last week. And yet, even if we don't see it as an inclusio, what we see dropped in is this repeated theme because we're actually going to get into Matthew chapter 20. We're going to have a parable about how the first will be last and the last will be first. Sure. Well, that sure sounds like something about humility and service and greatness and yeah. who is the greatest. And then that'll be capped off with James and John putting their mother up to come ask Jesus, well, okay, all right, fine. I know we've had all this talk about greatness, but really it's us, right? Can't we be at your left hand and right hand? I mean, it's like they're not getting it for three chapters. We've got this extended look at humility versus pride and arrogance. Well, given that backdrop, that makes me think maybe there's a lesson here about humility in this teaching on marriage, and even as pertains to a question about divorce. How does humility apply? I think absolutely. And I'm wanting to see that context. So tomorrow, maybe talk a little bit about the permanence of marriage, because I know there's a lot to say there, and I want everybody to know that is where we're going to get. Today, I want to back up, though, and look in the context of humility and ask, what is it about this passage that fits in with humility? We've got these bookends of becoming Mm -hmm. like children. We've seen issues of being willing to sacrifice my hand and my foot instead of hanging on to my rights in order to preserve the soul of the little ones. We've talked about pursuing Mm -hmm. even when the little ones become lost ones, giving my time over to find them and bring them back. let Let me throw this out here then. Maybe this is where you're going. But with the, the way this question is put to Jesus about divorce, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason, uh, any cause? That sounds to me like someone would have an awful lot of power in that relationship, a lot of dynamic, and a lot of times power and authority uh, corrupted by pride and humility as a way to handle those things accurately. I think that's exactly what's going on here. I notice in Matthew, as opposed to the way it is mentioned in Mark, in Mark it actually brings it back around to also wives potentially putting their husbands away. But here in Matthew, it's which, only yeah. in that question of husbands putting their wives away. So that's in Mark 10, verses 10 through 12, which we don't have to read it right now, but just as a little caveat, it is unique that the Lord talks about a woman or a wife initiating divorce there, because I think that was distinct even from Roman oh, yeah. custom. Sure, sure. I mean, there's, there's something... Uh, remarkable that the Lord would say that. But I know we're camping in Matthew. Yeah. Oh, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. <clears throat> and that all of this fits together with this picture of headship, mm-hmm. leadership, a, a role of authority in relationship. And the question is asked, essentially assuming this one who is the head, who is the leader, does he just get to do whatever he wants? Mm. Is he even allowed to just toss aside his wife for just whatever reason? You know, just his whims, his just, preferences. I'm, is I'm, he allowed to do that? I'm the king of the castle, and what I say goes, and when I'm done with this lady, she's out. Yeah, I, I <laughs> and I think that's what we're getting at. Wow. And that's, that's the room. That's the role of arrogance Mm -hmm. and pride. Mm -hmm. I'm the head. I'm the leader. I get to do what I want, even to this extreme case of just tossing you out of the house. You do what I want or, you know, my way or the highway. highway. That's really what this is. This is, is that, is that the kind of leadership that, that, um, a husband who is a child of God, who is a kingdom disciple, is that the kind of leadership he's going to have in his home? You know, in chapter 20, Mm -hmm. when James and John 
come to him, and I know we'll hit this again next week when we get to chapter 20, but when they come to him asking for the right hand and left hand spot at the throne, sure. here's Jesus' response. You know that the rulers of Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So if we were to model our home life and our marriage after the kingdoms of the Gentiles or the kingdoms of men, we might be tempted to say, yes, the man is the king and he could divorce his wife for any reason. Uh, But if we're going to model our home and our marriage after the kingdom of Christ, after the kingdom of God, then the work and the role of a husband and how that's um, performed is going to look very different. Which is why our modern culture has such a problem with patriarchy mm. with with male leadership in the home because they think like the world and how does the world think the world thinks that if you're the leader the head you get to do whatever you want and how dare we give that to one person jesus is highlighting that's not how leadership works in my mm-hmm. kingdom that's right. not how headship works in my kingdom in my kingdom headship means humility, humility. headship means service and submission. Headship means responsibility, not rights and pulling to myself. No, the the husband is not a dictator and a tyrant who gets to do just whatever he wants. This is how the world thinks. And sadly, I I will say this, there have been too many Christian men who have thought like the world. And Jesus is highlighting to these disciples, that is not the way it works. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to work that way on your job. It's not going to work that way if you get to be a leader among men. And it's Mm -hmm. not going to work that way in your home. In Mm -hmm. your home, you submit to God and you love those whom he has provided for you as as for you to lead and to bring to heaven. And you do it the same way Jesus did by going to a cross. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are no longer two flesh, but one flesh. What God has joined together, let not man separate. Mm. That in this picture of marriage, you are loving your own flesh. I think about Ephesians 5, no one ever hated their own flesh, but nourish it and cherish it. You wouldn't cut off your arm for any old reason Mm -mm. just because it didn't suit you today. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. And so Jesus says this kind of leadership is different. Mm -hmm. And if we started actually behaving with this kind of leadership, the world wouldn't be upset about what the Bible says about male leadership and complementary roles in the home and in the church. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us on Text Talk today. We'd love to hear what you're learning from the Word of God. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. A great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your Word. Father, as we've read these first few verses in Matthew 19 this morning, it It does get us to think about the relationships that we have in our lives, um, wives and and family. Certainly as Christian men, Father, we must understand leadership and authority, but in light of your word about being humble, about being a servant of all. We pray, God, that in whatever role and relationships we find ourselves today, we we would find ways to be humble, to be servants, that, Father, your name would be lifted up and you be magnified that uh, the way we conduct ourselves and our families really would be your light shining in this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Have you got that out of your system yet?